0: Bye.
1: Hello and welcome to Librarians Aloud, a podcast about librarian journeys. I'm your host, Laura Rooney-Ferris. Well, I think I've come down from the high of the IFLA World Library and Information Congress, and I've been trying to gather my thoughts on on the experience and return to reality. So this is the second of the two episodes recorded in the Convention Centre in Dublin during the week of the Congress. I met up with some of the members of the IFLA New Professionals Group, Magdalena, Maria, Antoine and Suzanne. I asked them for more information on who the IFLA New Professionals Group are, uh, what they do and why they recommend getting involved with professional groups. Um, They also gave me some of their experiences during their time in Dublin. I also managed to sit down for a very quick interview with IFLA President Barbara Lison. I talked to her about how she began her library journey, her first IFLA Congress, and her time in Dublin. So come with me back to the sounds of the Convention Centre in Dublin in the last few days of July. Hi, Mike Delaina from the IFLA New Professionals group. Uh, Welcome to Dublin. I hope you're enjoying uh, the Congress so far. Do you want to introduce yourself and just talk about what the, the IFLA New Professionals Group is and what you do.
0: Yeah, sure. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah. I, I come from Poland and I'm convening of IFLA New Professionals Special Interest Group. It's a special group in IFLA uh, where we welcome everybody new in the library uh, field and uh, it was uh, created in 2004 mm-hmm. Uh, And I can say that it is an initiative for and by new professionals. So in my team, my colleagues are from all the continents, from Europe, Africa, North and South America and Australia. Mm -hmm. And we work together uh, for the one year uh, online. And then we meet face to face on the IFLA Congress. What has your experience been like so far in Dublin at the Congress? Uh, Yes, I very like uh, the IFLA Congress because first of all I can meet my colleagues but Mm. also uh, other uh, library leaders. I attended today in the session uh, Global Empowering Leaders and I found out a lot what uh, labor, African librarians do in their country, how they cooperate with politicians and other partners uh, to make labor stronger. As well, there was very interesting presentation about creating a group from, for new professionals in Czech Republic and a colleague Michaela, she said that they wanted also to, to cooperate with us to, to build a new group for, for librarians. So, why should uh, new professionals get involved with the if they new professionals group? Well, um, because well, if they want to meet a really cool guys, very <laughs> new, they need to come to us. If they want to uh, know a new skills will be a possibility mm-hmm. to do new things such as organize webinars writing articles in english or in other languages and and also organizing um, conferences some activities which we have during ifla congress um, our we have very famous unconference be, uh, before ifla congress it is mm-hmm. the name ifla camp Uh, It is free and we usually organize two days before IFLA Congress uh, in a local library. Mm -hmm in the country uh, which is a host of the congress and uh, everybody can come and participate in our our activities that's great because sometimes when people are new in their career they don't have the opportunity
1: to go to big conferences
0: yeah it is also a great opportunity if you are a first uh, on the IFLA Congress you Mm -hmm. can meet other people there and during the IFLA Congress you know everybody we'll all go to the one in
1: Rotterdam next yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, we mm-hmm. um, So I'm going to talk to some of our other uh, international IFLA delegates here. So do you want to introduce yourself and tell us where, you, where you've where you come from? Uh,
2: yes, thank you. My name is Maria Simunovic. I come from Croatia. I work in university library, and I joined new professionals in 2017, when I was also first comer at the IFLA conference. I was a volunteer, and... Uh, they make my conference better because uh, yeah. i was there uh, two days before and i met met a lot of people and then i was not alone at the conference so mm-hmm. i had to s- had some people and then we grabbed something to eat or grab some coffee and it was very good experience for me so i stayed <laughs> uh, and now i working i'm working with this group as a secretary so yes i'm secretary of the group <laughs> uh, and uh, we are doing lots of uh, good and interesting uh, things for new professionals worldwide and but the main idea is uh, for us to share the knowledge, mm-hmm. to give this opportunity to young people to step up, to come and to see what's happening on these uh, huge international conferences. Mm-hmm. And they, they can feel the energy and they, they can get this energy from, from other people. And then when they come back to their countries, they can share it. They can uh, introduce other people, maybe invite them. And uh, for me, I was first volunteer from Croatia on, uh, mm-hmm. libra- on IFLA Congress, mm-hmm. And this year we have three volunteers, and uh, we managed to talk with them we, to convince them that they should come to you know engage them somehow. Yeah. and now they are experience, experience this, experiencing the same thing that I did in 2017. Yeah. And I think that's, that's, that's the main thing that I'm proud of, and I hope that many more new people will come, new librarians who will find this interesting and who mm-hmm. will. Change the library field for the better. That's a really great way to put it, just to, to build your library
1: community. Yeah. Um, so how has your experience in Dublin been so far?
2: Oh, Dublin is a beautiful city. We have the same humor as uh, Croatians. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's very funny. And uh, we were, we have some story to tell from the pub. Should you tell it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you lying? Do you want to share the story from the pub? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very funny. Because we were singing, we were we learned how to sing the song Galway Girl. Okay,
1: uh, and we were having
2: uh, uh, words uh, printed on the paper, mm. and we were in the pub having some some beer, mm. and with uh, dis- some girl from Irish uh, from Ireland, she she told us, oh, should I order order Galway Girl from this guy, the musician, and we said okay, yeah, and then we put up the papers and we be prepared to sing it, and then the guy said, oh, this song is for librarians. There are a bunch of them in Dublin. They have some kind of conference, so this mm-hmm. is for you, librarians, and all the pub went, shh. <laughs> 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 but we weren't sh- we were very right. loud, and we did sing a song. We, we've shown Dublin <laughs>
1: this week that librarians do not need to be shushed. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: so Dublin was so far very great for us. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic.
1: Uh, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us where you come from?
3: Hello, I'm Antoine, I come from France, I uh, work uh, in a little town called Compiègne and I'm the director of uh, three public libraries there. And I've been part uh, of the New Professionals for a few years now.
1: Mm. And how did you first become involved with the New Professionals?
3: um, It was my first IFLA conference in Cape Town in South Africa and um, I was kind of exploring you know didn't really know how to get involved and um, I think someone was missing and they didn't really know how to to, to kind of recreate uh, the group and I proposed uh, to organize a session uh, the year after about failure uh, when do we fail as librarians how do we manage to, you know, to go to get over uh, the, the the failure? How to manage th- that in a career? And um, and so we did, and uh, we had uh, the year after in Columbus, Ohio, in the United States, a very interesting session, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I learned a lot uh, about uh, how to fail properly.
1: Yeah, I think it's a very important topic that I'm very interested in. It is because, because in some when ways you're, you learn you're totally. only through failure,
3: and but you sometimes you don't learn so i mean so sometimes a failure you know yeah. just blocks you in your career in your work in your you know sometimes in your personal development too mm-hmm. so there are ways of dealing with it and uh, it was interesting to discuss it with librarians from the united states with a very specific culture about lear- failing and learning and also librarians from asian countries where failure is not such a positive not seen such as uh, as a positive thing yeah, it's, not but, yeah. it's, it's just an example of what you can do because this group is very free. We don't have a specific topic. In uh, IFLA you have sections about rare books, sections about cataloging, sections about building libraries, etc. Uh, we don't have a topic. We adapt to new trends and we try to identify the new trends. So
1: why should uh, people become involved with the new professionals group, do you think?
3: There are so many reasons. As Maria said, it gives you energy because when you're you know, at your workplace, you have colleagues who work, but in a certain frame, you know. They, they have other things to do, etc. And sometimes they work well, but they don't have the same energy, the same enthusiasm that, that you have.
1: Sometimes when people have been working somewhere for a long time, their enthusiasm has dropped a little bit.
3: <laughs> it also happens, but sometimes very young librarians can also have some kind of a lack of enthusiasm. But maybe their management is not doesn't suit them I don't know there are many reasons but here at IFLA every single librarian who is here is personally committed to librarianship and to the library world so you feel enthusiasm in everyone here and for me it gives me like a boost of energy for several months after that yes. and the other reason is that uh, being part of IFLA attending session and preparing events it helps you see the future because the new trends for instance for an academic librarian i remember like seven years ago because i'm already an old new professional seven years ago i attended a session about research data Mm -hmm. uh, and it was a presentation by australian librarians and what i had seen then i see now in many countries but and it helps what in your daily work and uh, also not so many years ago maybe four years ago I saw a very good poster, because the poster session is a very important thing, because it's about presenting local projects. Uh, it was a, lo- um, maybe a national uh, inquiry in Denmark, I think, mm-hmm. about uh, the reading habits, and we could see that reading habits were decreasing very fast, and what had been a long, long decline, but very long, very slow, was faster now. And I have seen that in uh, two thousand seventeen, and now we see that everywhere. And we had articles in French uh, journal, uh, professional journals last year, but it came like three years after the Efla poster. Yeah. So basically, you see trends a bit earlier than other people. So it also helps to adapt your your way of working.
1: Yeah, so you can see where you need to make your changes to your services early. Exactly. So what's your experience been of Dublin? How have
3: you find the, the city I love the city, but what I love most is that in which other city is the main touristic feature a book and a library yeah. you have the Book of Kells and you made it a rock star. I mean it is incredible <laughs> it is best an incredible book, of the book but of you Kells made of it a rock America. star and also the old library at the Trinity College it is a beautiful heritage library, but there are ma- heritage libraries and beautiful ones in many cities around the world. I know no other city uh, but Dublin who did that uh, to make it the center of the cultural life and the touristic life in, in a city. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah,
1: we're, we're very proud of our literary yeah, heritage be. here.
3: And maybe you know, uh, we had uh, on Monday a little flash mob in front of Trinity I College.
1: That,
3: yes. uh, it was a little thing. We like to organize simple things Mm. but to connect with the environment and with local librarians because, of course, most of the conference happens inside the the, the convention center and it's very important too, but we are in Dublin, we are in Ireland and we want to connect with local culture and that's why we were so proud that so many librarians came and read out Ulysses uh, in their own language, Mm. to show that we kind of pay tribute. To what the Irish culture gave us uh, as librarians all over the world. It
1: was great to see it, it adapted into so many different languages, and it made the national news.
3: Yeah, we're so proud to, of it. Yes,
1: librarians into the national media. Yes, <laughs>
3: that's very important to us.
1: Yes, it is. Thank you so much. So, do you want to introduce yourself and tell me where where you come from? Yes, of course.
4: So my name is Susanne Lisztretan. I'm from Austria, from Vienna. I work for the Austrian um, Library Association Mm. in the field of education and I've been involved with the new professional I think since 2019. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to meet Magda here um, at at the IFLA conference and Mm. she told me a little bit about the new professionals. I mean they are very active during the conference so it's hard Mm. to miss the group Um, and it's also um, A group of very enthusiastic colleagues um, that are open to new ideas and uh, are willing to try new things and um, you can also learn a lot like um, it may be new skills or new ways to communicate um, or just um, just being part of a brilliant group of young librarians working in various fields of of our um, profession um, and I, I think that is just great. And also, there is a lot of support within the group. So, if any one of us has a presentation or um, has a poster, you can be sure that someone will attend and cheer you on. And that's, um, that's, that's also that's,
1: that's brilliant. Friendly faces in the crowd yes. are always yes. a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And why should other people get involved with the, the new professionals group? So,
4: I think it's a great way to work with people internationally. Mm-hmm. Because um, we all come from different countries, we all have uh, different backgrounds, maybe cultural backgrounds or the backgrounds of the libraries or library associations we work for. Um, And I think that it broadens your horizon quite a lot um, if you can take that into account. And also it's a fun group to hang out with. Um, We do a lot of Zoom meetings, we had uh, online karaoke nights. and um, so there is always a lot going on and I think um, it's a good way to join because IFLA and IFLA conferences they are very big conferences and um, it gives you some kind of orientation within this big IFLA world and um, just a great start and everyone in the group is very helpful and um, we like to support each other which is great
1: A lot of good reasons to get involved with the new professionals group and how has your experience been in Dublin? Well, I've been uh, to Dublin twice before, and I think it gets
4: nicer every time. I live quite close to the Book of Kells. I live in um, Trinity College, oh, yeah. which is very exciting for us librarians to be so close to, to this cultural heritage. And um, I noted that everyone is extremely friendly and shows you the way everywhere. And um, I've had a great experience and also spent some time in various pubs, and um, which has also been
1: great well that's a big part of the the experience here <laughs> thank you so much everyone for talking to me and uh, hopefully we'll see more maybe Irish new professionals joining in the activities in, in Rotterdam next year yeah, yeah, welcome. <laughs> thanks everyone to be joined by if president uh, Barbara Lisson. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, Barbara can you talk a bit, bit about your background in libraries and how you got
5: started in your library career? Oh in my library career? When I was at the university in Germany I um, needed money <laughs> and so I worked at the library of the historical institute mm. in Bochum University and started, well, to understand that libraries have an organization mm-hmm. in the collection and an organization also in the management and all this. Because in former times I, I was only a library visitor, mm-hmm. so the libraries came into my, my, uh, into my life. When I was five to six years old, I went to Mm. church in Dusseldorf in Germany Mm. and went to the library. It wasn't a library. It was a book book collection offered after Mm -hmm. church. And then, of course, the city library uh, in Dusseldorf as well. Mm. And so I liked libraries. They became part of my life. But I then did not consider to become a library professional. So the professional thing came only after my... uh, after my PhD in, mm-hmm. in university, at that time, that was the beginning of the 80s, there were, for people who were not scientists or medical staff or whatever, mm-hmm. there were only a very few positions open. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wanted to become a teacher, mm-hmm. but the schools didn't take any new teachers. Yeah. So I looked, I, I bought a book, the book was called Alternative Jobs for People Who Have Studied um, Social Sciences. Yeah. And there was the librarian, and I thought, well, this library stuff you have done during your university study, mm. uh, then let's start a library career. But that was not easy because the library career is, in Germany, it's restricted to certain uh, certificates, and it was not difficult it was difficult to to get into the courses for these certificates because there were only a few places. Yeah. But I got in it and then started to, to work in a library and I always was more fascinated by public libraries than mm-hmm. academic libraries. And therefore I was very happy that after my first position in an academic library uh, I had the opportunity to get a position uh, in a public library as a director direct mm-hmm. directly as a director yeah. small one it a, was a town of 150,000 inhabitants only and I immediately started to be political as a librarian mm-hmm. and you cannot be political as a librarian when you are not a member of an association, because as individual, being political is okay just for your local needs. You go, you go to the members of the council, you go to administration, tell them how important the library is. But that was not enough for me because I saw that libraries don't have the position in society and in the acknowledgement by mm-hmm. the payers, by the people who decide about the resources. Mm-hmm. And so the, My career, besides my professional library career, my career in an association started. And I was, well, I developed from from one step to the next one. I I was the chair of a committee. And then finally... there was just, a, by, by, by chance, I was asked, wouldn't you, because you know I, I'm quite good in languages, mm-hmm. so wouldn't, wouldn't you mm, become a member of the executive committee of the European umbrella of mm-hmm. library associations, EBLIDA? Ha, huh, I said, interesting. But still, I said, okay, let's try. And there was an election, and I was elected. Mm-hmm. That was in 1997 already. Mm-hmm. And since then... I am more uh, engaged in, uh, ac- in as- associations outside Germany than inside, but still I was uh, several times member of uh, the German board of the Library Association mm-hmm. and was also president of the umbrella, and from 16 to 19 I was president of the German as- Library Association. But I still... Besides that German uh, engagement and commitment, I still looked al- always outside. Mm. And my first IFLA Congress, which I visited, was in 2003 in Berlin, because there was not much travel to do from yeah. Germany. It was a hot Berlin. And I, and I worked there as a volunteer in order to save the money for the registration. And working as a volunteer showed me how important IFLA is and how international IFLA is. Mm-hmm. You meet a lot of people whom you never would have known or you would have never met mm-hmm. professional colleagues in the world and they give you a lot. They give you a lot. The only thing is you should be open to talk, you should be open to have um, conversations with them mm-hmm. and this I like that very much. Yeah. And therefore I started my IFLA career in 2003 as volunteer. Mm-hmm and became a member of the governing board, um, worldwide elected in 2011, so 2011 to 2015 I was in the governing board already. Mm-hmm. It was a rather different IFLA from today, because it was, because it was before the Gates Foundation gave uh, the Seagull, under the other foundation, mm-hmm. the money to support IFLA. And there were not so many projects at that time as there are now and not so many results of projects as there are now. And then I had to pause because you can only be on the governing board twice for, two, for each two years. And then I paused for a year and I thought, oh, I'm missing EFLA. <laughs> you were hooked by then. <laughs> I was hooked, yes, I was hooked. And after one year, one can, one can apply again for member of the governing board. And so in 2017, I was re-elected to the governing board. And since I had well four years of experience in former times, I was also elected as treasurer and became treasurer. And then in 2018, uh, there was the Congress in Kuala Lumpur I already had decided to try to run as president-elect, and so I I spread the news in Kuala Lumpur (laughs) during the Congress, well, I would like to run as president-elect, because when you run for an IFLA position at that level, you need um, nominations, Mm. and as president-elect, you need 10 nominations to become a candidate only. And so, well, I got my 10 nominations. And then in 20, oh, 2019, mm-hmm. uh, I became president-elect. That means the president for the next term. Mm. And 21 August, I started to be president. It was all pandemic time, so no yeah, COVID, COVID times, you know. COVID was ruling everywhere. No travels, nothing, just, mm-hmm. just screens it was and screens. A very transitionary yes, period for yes, libraries. yes, yes. So that's my career.
1: Yeah, so it's a great example of why just taking the decision to become a volunteer can change your life and yes. can change your career yes, you made a yeah. very important point as well about how it's difficult to be political as one person it's difficult to change something as one person mm-hmm. and that's why we should be part of our national and international library associations yes. when you're talking to people about why the and why they should be part of it how, how do you make that case apart, apart
5: from saying that that very thing well I given examples mm. given examples of course um, let's let's take the IFLA UNESCO Public Library Manifesto. Mm-hmm. As a public librarian, I always used the IFLA, public library, uh, IFLA UNESCO Public Library Manifesto, uh, edition of ninety four, and it was so helpful for me in my local work mm-hmm. to show the politicians: Look, this is not a crazy idea of me, yeah. but it is it is acknowledged by the community of librarians worldwide, and not only, but it is also acknowledged by UNESCO. So when it comes to advocacy, just this example, let's take this example, then, of course, it is always better to have a partner with an even bigger name than IFLA. But you, as a librarian, and mostly sometimes not even as a national uh, actively, uh, or a, a librarian being active, in a national um, association, you cannot get the name UNESCO so easily. Yes. So uh, IFLA is the institution that has the opportunity to partner on the level of UNESCO, on the level of United Nations, on the level of World Intellectual Property Organization. No one would invite from the World Intellectual Property Organization just me, Barbara Lizon. They yes. would not. But as the president of IFLA, I would be invited to talk, to present the case for the libraries. Yeah. And so that, that is that is the point. Uh, IFLA works on a highly international level, more or less, on the one hand side when it comes to advocacy as well. And then there are more than 50 professional groups, and this is something uh, where I motivate people as well, because when you have a professional interest from, your, from the job you have... Um, Maybe you're sometimes alone, yeah. and it's so important to look, what we say in Germany, across the, the brim of the of the plate. Yeah. And therefore, when you join these groups, these working groups of IFLA, which are related to your profession, uh, for instance, I always have been a member of the Metropolitan Library Group, mm-hmm. Then you get into exchange with people from Australia, from the US, from whatever, and you can see how they are dealing things and how they, they yeah. are challenged and how they are meet their challenges as well. And you learn from them how to meet your challenges at home. Yeah, and
1: the, the groups and sections... are are growing and evolving as librarianship is changing and the
5: latest one is the artificial intelligence Um, yes i think i'm going to join that one because it's an area i'm very interested in yeah or the n the um the section for environmental and sustainable libraries yeah um so i don't want to keep you for much longer but i'm
1: just going to ask you about what your experience has been like in, in dublin um certainly for all of us who've been here it's been very uh sustaining I think we'll all go back with, yeah. with sustenance for, yeah. for months to come from this week how has it been for you
5: great I mean I was waiting for three years mm. <laughs> yeah it's Dublin. been a long time in the planning. yeah one year was okay but mm. then all of a sudden it started out to be uh, it came to, to be two years and I have been to Dublin not that often mm. so I really thought I was there in 2019. And have seen how much Dublin has changed, mm. become a real prosperous city in many parts of the city, mm. um, there are so many new buildings, interesting new buildings, especially here in the Dock area. Mm. Uh, so I thought, well, there, there has been a lot of development, really a lot of development. And of course, well, I, so far I did not have the time to see anything else than a pub <laughs> with, with, with a group uh, of there colleagues. There are a lot of
1: people who come to Dublin, <laughs> they only
5: see a pub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. With a, with a group of colleagues, mm-hmm. or just walk along the riverside here, which is so yeah. beautiful, or went to Danleary. Mm-hmm. I was in Danleary twice. I was there for the meeting, or for one of the meetings of the new professional group. This is also a very important group for newcomers, yeah. new professionals. And then, of course, yesterday, the cultural evening with, the, well, so many top culture cultural performances and dancing so who wants to dance come to IFLA there is at the congresses yeah. there is always a big dance floor there was a lot of dancing last yes. night a yeah. lot, lot of videos taken of dances that yes. probably, w-
1: probably won't be shared anywhere else. I think yeah. so Yeah. hope not <laughs> Barbara thank you so much for talking to me thank you for your time and uh, enjoy the rest of your time here in Dublin
5: thank you very much thank you
1: Thank you to Barbara, Magdalena, Maria, Antoine and Suzanne for taking time out to talk to me during the Congress. Got to love an entire Dublin pub shushing a gang of singing librarians. Uh, We might have to try and top that in Rotterdam at the 2023 Congress. The week was really full of engaging but also some difficult conversations about the challenges we're facing as a profession, from climate change to publisher policies, digital lending, Challenges to equality and diversity, to intellectual freedom and the very nature of truth, and of course, the elephant in the room of how IFLA will weather the storm of their recent governance issues. I will add the link to the recording of this session discussing this um, in the episode notes, along with the other recordings from the week. It was an overwhelming week in every sense, but I would echo echo what uh, Antoine said in the interview. Uh, The conversations are sustaining and the connections are sustaining. I hope to have more episodes in the coming weeks with some of the people I connected with over the week of the uh, IFLA Congress. Uh, So to catch new episodes when they drop, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or your podcaster of choice. Until next time, don't let anyone shush you. Librarians Allowed is produced and presented by Laura Ray Ferris. Music and sound design are by Michael Ferris.